All right, BradCooney.com, right to welcome to the show, hip-hop recording artist Young Dre. What is up? What's good? How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, brother. How you doing? You up in Chi-Town still? Yeah, for sure. Feeling like you're king running the city right now. Nice. All right, so hey, before we talk about your uh, your single, Passengers, um, tell my listeners just a little bit about you. Like, 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 how was it you first got into making music, and like, how old were you? How long ago was it? Uh, my first track actually I made was when I was 12 years old. Started on an Acer computer, Acer laptop with like a regular, typical uh, overhead headphone headset. So, uh, ever since then, kind of tapped in with it. So you were 12. So, so were you were you rapping even younger? And, and then 12 was like your first like your first move to try to record something. Actually, no. So 12 was so I remember like. Uh, 12 years old was the very first time, so my group of friends, a couple of my friends recorded a track super randomly. I had no, I had no previous knowledge about it, so they posted it one day on Facebook. And then after that, I kind of like, oh, like, I could do that. Y'all left me out on the track, so uh-huh. uh, uh, probably like, I want to say two weeks later, uh, got in the lab with them. They kind of showed me the ropes and how they did it, and ever since, I kind of just fell in love with it. Nice. So, like, when you got a little older, did you did you rap in high school, like talent shows and all, or all through all throughout high school, all throughout high school, all throughout middle school, like literally. Since that day, uh, uh, we recorded that track. Ever since, I've been locked in. Uh, that this is when uh, at this same time I was born in Delaware, so I ain't moved to Chicago until I was fifteen. So, okay. H- how old were you when you went to Chicago? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Okay. Cool, man. So, like three years later from that point, I uh, moved to Chicago. Nice. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your uh, your latest your latest music. Now, I it's called Passengers. Um, I I fucking love this song, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like I I I I gotta be honest with you, man. Like sometimes. And, and more more times I get good stuff than bad, but once in a while, you know, I get some stuff that's just not that good. I mean, and I got to be nice. I got to pretend like I like it. <laughs> and that's a fact. But hey, this is preference based, bro. Like, even though you may hate it, he probably played that track for a hundred other people. You know, I told him the same thing, man. It's fine. That's hard. So yeah. it's just the bro. Your, your audience, your your surroundings, and that's the, that's how people run. You should be, but at the same time. You also want people around you to be honest with you. Anybody who yes, man, ain't always good because it's going to lead you the wrong way. Yeah. Now, I haven't had anything bad enough to where I just was, like, like brutally honest with anybody. Okay, <laughs> and okay. just said, yo, man, your shit, you need, to go, you, you need to go find another job. I would never say that shit. <laughs> uh, but your song, no. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I listened to it about five times, maybe six times. And then I checked out the video, and I liked it even more. Uh, okay. So t- talk talk to my uh, listeners a little bit. Tell my tell my listeners a little bit about the song. How the song like came about? What's it about? Okay. So probably like two years ago, I released a track called All the Time. All the Time is a track where in the midst of that, probably like a year before I recorded that track, I had just left school. Um, I went to the school in University of Chicago, uh, actually University of Tampa for two years out of high school. So, uh, I actually moved to Tampa for two years. In that process, obviously, I had a lot more workload on my place. So I wasn't recording as much. And I'm in a whole new city. So my whole setup and my whole camp and build is in the, is in the city back home here. 
Um, so obviously, I mean, I made a couple connections and things like that out there to where I could still do music and still record and things like that. Uh, but long story short, coming out of school, I got back in, came back home, wasn't working, had way more free time. So I was in the studio a lot more, probably seven days a week at that time. Um, in the process, I was trying to craft a new sound. In the process of crafting that new sound, previous, before that sound, I was doing a lot more a lot more conscious tracks, um, a lot more kind of like slower beats, more like think of J. Cole in 2006. So, hey, my, my, your audio, your, your audio starting to cut out on me. J. Cole in 2006, a lot more hip hop, a lot more conscious rap around that time. So I wasn't even doing music kind of like Passenger, but. When we was dropping music like that, we just realized that my audience was a lot older than we typically would would, would want it to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm in college and, and I'm around my youth and my peers, so I want to be making music that can connect to them and they can vibe with and they can, you feel me, play. So a lot more of the music I was making previously before that, it was a lot more like 35-year-olds, 40-year-olds, like early 30s, between early 40s, basically, with my audience. So, in the process of that, I had to craft a new sound to kind of get more fresh, more and more uh, new era, I should say. Um, and then I got the song called All The Time. All The Time is basically the changing the pitch of my voice into a super high-pitched voice. Obviously, you can hear me on, I got a low-pitched voice, so uh, for me to kind of even hit that spectrum was super new for me. Uh, All The Time was super experimental. When my camp heard it, they were super excited. The artists, when you enter, when you are uh, up and coming artist, the main thing people gonna say, what make you different? That, that, that's literally, since I started being an artist, that's like the main thing people, oh, what, what, what makes you different from the rest of the competition? So, in the midst of kind of crafting the sound, I tried to get as different as possible, like, as I possibly could. So, I just pitched my voice all the way up. Not with no, no auto-tune, no effects, nothing, just natural. Uh, and then that was just the first revelation of me kind of crafting the sound that you hear in Passenger. So, honestly, the sound in Passenger is probably a perfected sound that has been working over the last year and a half to two years. Wow. You know what I noticed about your voice, now that I hear your normal voice when you talk? Your, mm-hmm. your voice is deeper than, than what I expected it to be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, a lot of people tell me that, like, when they hear the, the, the tunes as opposed to when we're doing a, a radio interview or something like that, they're like, man, I can't, I didn't even realize that was you on the track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's good because that, that was the main goal. I had, I had to find a way to kind of stretch my sound. So, in order to do that, I had to make it seem like you feel me a whole dude, a whole new sound. Mm-hmm. That's literally me crafting that new way, new sound, new personality, new persona. Drain the muscle. That's what it is, and that's the passenger is basically the endpoint, the perfected product of that. And I like the tempo, and I also like the little textures, little little different flavors you throw in there with your, with your lyrics, with your uh, with your vocals. I mean, not your lyrics, your vocals. Um, so, if you obviously you probably haven't heard it, but the song I'm talking about all the time on the hook is like super so If you hear the ad libs and passenger, uh-huh. take the ad libs off of that track and basically make those the main vocals. So that's what all the time sounds like, but to me, that was way too much of basically like a different, that's like way less than as opposed to where I wanted to take it. 
I yeah. still wanted it to sound something like me and still have my regular sound that my audience was used to. Um, but for that specific track, it was way, way completely different to me. So it wasn't even registered. My, my camp loved it, obviously, because it was something different and it was because it was something unique. But for me, it was so different that I didn't even recognize my own sound. So yeah. in order for me to perfect that sound, I had to kind of take it more right field to where passenger was, where you hear more of a, of a, of a better mix. So my main vocals leading and then the highlights being the high voices and the high pitches and things like that, which, which drive that, that bouncy feel. I love it, man. I love it. All right, so, um, man, when I was reading up on you, like when I was preparing for this interview, I mean, anytime I see the word Grammy, I'm like, okay, let me let me let me sink into this a little deeper. Um, so, so talk about. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why is that? Why is that your main reaction when you hear that word, though? But well, first of all, a I love the song, right? So I told you that already. I love the freaking song. So I, and, I, and then when I watched the video and, and I listened to the song. I knew there was some talent behind the production of it. Like right away, I was like, "All right, this this kid didn't just slap this shit together. He he got some he got some he brought in some heavy hitters." So then, when I see the the guy that produced it, talk about that to my listeners. Tell my listeners who who you worked with to produce the song. So Excellence is my main producer. Like ninety five percent of my catalog that you hear on Spotify or any of the streaming services is probably produced by Excellence. Excellence actually produced. Kanye West is, uh, yep. well, he was one of the producers on Kanye West's Follow uh, Follow God, I believe. He did the sample. And a lot of my songs, bro, he's probably the best, in, like, the best producer to be sampling any type of beat, bro. X does, X does crazy work. So, yeah. um, obviously, Passenger is not that, that, that excellent sound, but Passenger, honestly, is the sound that me and X cracked it together. So, really, if it without X, like Passenger wouldn't even be in existence because that like he helped me kinda like craft that sound, like yeah. formulate that sound. He gave he gave me that, that, that bop sound, but also that trappy sound that that's dominating the airways right now. So it was a great mix. Yup. I mean look man, I, I, I even heard I even heard of him, man. I mean I, I definitely heard of him. Um so when I started reading about it, I was like, Oh shit. Let's do. I mean, yeah, you 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 doing right, man, by by working with that cat for real. And honestly, so when I moved to Chicago, uh, I, I worked with a couple of producers originally, but uh, X is the main producer for our label. So yeah. a lot of he was working with uh, around the time I moved here. When I first got signed to my label, there was probably like like five, six, seven other artists on the label. But uh -huh. over time, obviously, uh, I kind of became the focal point, um, and then me and X kind of tapped in, locked in. So on the project, I actually, we, we probably going to mention in a couple minutes, but I got a project coming out in the fall time. I yep. produced literally probably 100% of the, the production on that project. So yeah, super, man. super, super exciting. He's super, super, super talented. Uh, a couple of things you might heard, he did, uh, I was getting some hair by Shauna, uh, the Follow God track. He did Red Cafe with Wiz Khalifa. Uh, he did, let me think, just off the top of my head, uh, a couple Twisted tracks. Oh, okay, I heard him. Yep. Um, let me see, he did a couple, so, uh, man, but X, is, X has worked with so many different people, so I mean, I'm blessed to even be able to even say he produced on my, my album and my project and kind of yeah. locked in with me to create this sound. I mean, you met Kanye West is the first name you mentioned, though. They, <laughs> I think one or two people might have heard of that guy. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And that, that's like the main thing. Everybody's like, 
man, you worked with the dude that, that, uh, produced Follow God. That's hard. But whole time, like, me and Hank's been locked in way before he even did yeah. that track. So we probably like five, six, seven years deep in. Yeah. I tell you what, though, you know, you know, it's a testament to your talent, though. Because somebody on excellence level, he's not going to fuck with nobody who sucks. No, you know, exactly. he's only going to fuck with people that got that mad talent. So you got to be but, proud of that. But knowing that, that makes me, that, that kind of puts me in a space to where I know for a fact, whatever I put on the track, I got to, I got to be talking about something and going crazy and like, you feel me? Yep. Talking that talk. Because if I don't, then. Bro, he's got all these other artists that he, he could be like. Yeah, yep. That, you know what it does? That, that's elevating his sound. So yep. I got to test him as much as he tests me. So For sure. You know what it does? It ra- it, it, it forces you to raise, it raises you to your A game. You got to stay on your A game if you going to keep working with somebody like that. You know? That's why it's good to kind of keep people around in your environment. A lot of people, when a lot of people I meet, I've met so many artists and I've been in the studio so, with so many people. Some people be, uh, Okay, I'm not really, not really distracted, or I've been in just so many different environments in the studio that I can kind of record under any circumstance, whether yeah. it be a hundred people in the in the lab, or or just me actually and my manager. So whether it be um, like a band there party thrown in the in the studio, yeah. or intimate. Gotta be focused, man. So what's funny, man, is like when I was reading up on you, I'm like, all right, let me some, let me keep reading. So I'm reading. And it says that the video for, for Passengers, like, oh, it's real strong. It's got, like, 34,000 views. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So then when I go check out your video today, I'm like, what the oh fuck? 500,000? This dude's like, wait, wait, wait. this guy got a half. I didn't hear the first part. I didn't hear the first part. The first part cut off. What's that? I said the first part cut off. Oh, oh, yeah. I was just saying when I was reading about you and I was researching for this interview, I saw, you know, they sent me your bio, and I'm reading through, and it said that, yeah, you know, the video for the song is doing really well, really strong. It's got like 30, 30 something thousand views. And I'm like, yeah, right, that's pretty strong. But then when I went there to look at the video, I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? This motherfucker got five hundred thousand a half a mil. Dude got a half a mil, man. <laughs> hey, I will say though, um, before releasing passage, I had no intentions for this being like a like a super strong single, like like super. Uh, obviously, every single anything, every work you put out, you want yeah. to go crazy. You want to put a million on the board, and you feel me? You want to do as good as possible. But once again, prior to releasing passage, I've probably been recording for like a year and a half two years straight working on those projects so when you got that much content and that much work that you kind of comparing everything to my standard is going to be a lot higher than people on here that one sure so absolutely it's understandable and I'm, I'm super appreciated and blessed that it's even going this crazy because honestly we projected to hit a million views within probably two months so yeah I'm you're you're you're, you're well on your way to a million on that thing i think you're gonna hit a million for sure um sure. it's got it man i'm telling you i was blown away i was like holy i was like they, they need to update this dude's bio man oh 34 000. that's chump change <laughs> yeah, that's, that's even good you want i would much rather people coming to the to the song on like man this nigga only got thirty thousand views he ain't on that and then they click the song and see 500 yeah. they, they tap in like yeah oh, damn i underestimated him this is actually cold like, yeah yeah so, I, well, I didn't think they underestimated it. I was just like, well, they need to update this cat's information, man, because he ain't got no 30,000. That's chump change. That's chump change to him right now. Nah, for sure, compared yeah. to where it's at now. Yeah, like, man. I will say, I, within these last two, three, four weeks, I've been doing a lot, a lot, a lot of interviews. And, yeah. Uh, 
since then, this so this is actually my first project that I'm about to be releasing in the fall with my uh, independent label. Whatsoever, yeah. full length project, I should say. I dropped the EP with them uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago. That was only probably like eight songs, but yeah. this is going to be a full length project, 17 tracks, 18 tracks. So Yeah, we're going to get on that in just a second. Now, I want to add one more question. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get on your mixtape here in just a second. Uh, I want to talk about the video a little bit more. Like, like where did you shoot that? Because there's some nice-ass cars in that video, man. So, it's actually, we know uh, the dude on a garage but the garage is basically uh for racetracks and stuff like yeah. that so uh all these cars you got all these foreign cars all these foreign cars we, we tell him he had the track he's like bro this song is amazing it's probably the best song i ever heard in a long time i got the perfect setup for you guys for the video woo, woo, woo. um and then he showed us the spot and then obviously he's like man obviously that's the best best option that we could go for so that's a no-brainer 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 man that was good shit. All right, so let's talk hey, about this. Hey, my fault, my fault, my fault. No, go ahead, brother. Uh, one is simplicity. The video not too complex. Just like the song. The song is simple. It, 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 it rocks. It, it's jumpy. It, it's uh, a to it. So it's simple. I mean, one, we're in an era where everything is kind of like watered down. So for people with yeah. fans to, to really get captured by something, you kind of got to be simple. But out the box at the same time. So that's kind of what he's going for. Well, I think, I think you hit that right on the head. For me, the, the, what I look for in a song and a video is it's just got to sync. So the song, sometimes, sometimes you can have a song and the video can overshadow it. Mm -hmm. you, you didn't do that. You guys had a nice mix. You guys had the song. It just gelled. It flowed nice with the video, man. Didn't, neither one overdid the other one. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's a good balance. Yeah, nice balance. That's good feedback. Yes, sir. All right, so let's talk about this mixtape. This mixtape, the muscle. Um, I, I know it's mentioned. Have you dropped that yet, or that's still still coming? No, nah, so we actually shooting for the fall time, man. Uh, beginning of the fall time. In between, we're gonna drop two more singles, and then which will lead up to probably like mid fall into September. That's probably what we shooting for. Um. We kind of want to throw a big uh, release party and all that too, so kind of got got to plan that. But uh, yeah, the end of September is basically what we're shooting for. How many tracks are going to be on it? About seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, that's a lot. Finalizing the track list, you might add some stuff. We, I don't think we're going to take anything off, but if anything, we'll probably add a couple, like something to kind of just wrap it up, make it seem complete. But outside of that, probably seventeen, eighteen tracks. How many songs um, are going to be produced with uh, excellence? 100% of them. Nice. Nice. Hey, man. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I'm going I'm to start following you on social media, too. Instantly. You've got to pop in. From now to today, we got so much big stuff planned. In order to, like I said, it's my first project, so this is a good thing to go home. Like, we're in a position to where, man, we got to make it now or cover it. So. Yeah. We Did you ever heard of the boxer Roy Jones Jr.? One more time, yeah, yeah, for sure, of course. So Roy's a really good friend of mine. I already sent him the link to your video. What? I promise, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Doctor, what did he say? What is he? He ain't answered me yet because I just sent it to him like like an hour, hour and a half ago. So I promise you. How that how that relationship come about? All right, so. So I used to be really into the boxing mixed martial arts world. I had a boxing website, 
And um, so we, we grew the site. It got really big, man. And we had, like, sponsors. And I had 12 writers. So I would travel all over the country, man. We got all the pay-per-view fights. And um, Roy's father, I got to know Roy's dad first. We had a boxing gym here in, the, in, in my city. And Roy's dad used to bring a boxing team out of Pensacola, Florida. That's where Roy's from. And he used to bring his fighters, young young kids, young amateur fighters, um, kids trying to make the Olympic team and shit like that. And uh, so I got to know Roy's father. And um, so then when I started my own boxing website, I started doing interviews. So Roy's father hooked me up with Roy to a couple interviews, you know. Then me and Roy just became friends. And that was like 15, like 15 years ago. Um, Ooh, so, so now that, 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 me and Roy are like really good friends. The highlight of his career. Yeah, man, I saw Roy at the peak of his career. He was killing everybody. Um, but anyway, that's how I got to know him, and then we became really good friends. I mean, like we we spent like like personal time together, like you know. Um, so when I heard your yeah, song, that, that I was, and look, kind of like in the team, and you feel me, just in that environment. What's that now? What, what made you transition from? interviewing fighters to musicians okay cool man see i feel like you're interviewing me now um <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool so basically honestly you know what happened man so we, we were killing it man our, our website i was making pretty damn good money with it man because we had sponsors all the fight prom all the fight promoters like your top rank golden boy promotions gary shaw <laughs> lou DeBella, all those fight promoters they were giving us money to advertise their promotions on our website right so we did that for years, man. We we're making great money. I was paying the writers that were writing for us. And you know what killed us? You know what? You know what did us in? Huh. Social media killed me. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Because a lot. Because why would let's say top ranked boxing? Well, why would they pay me if they can accrue their own followers now with with, with Twitter and Instagram yeah, and uh -huh. Facebook? Uh -huh. So that pretty much took our money away. So then, then I wasn't really you know I couldn't pay the writers. So we decided to fold the fold the, the website, and it just kind of left a void in my life, man. I, I just felt like I wanted to do something, you know, my next challenge. So I said, well, I could do a podcast. Because, I, you know, don't forget, we used to get pay-per-view, uh, I mean, uh, ringside tickets to, to all the big pay-per-view fights. So I met okay. a lot of people down there ringside. There's a lot of VIPs and celebrities, and, you know, over the years, I got to rub elbows with a lot of people, like managers, publicists, celebrities, all kinds of people. So I said, shit. You know, I got enough connections now. I can just start a podcast show, and you know, and that's what I did. I, I started the podcast show, and, and that's pretty much the story. In, and the, in the sports world, in the music world, and the entertainment world—not too—they all kind of analogous. So yeah, for sure. That, that transition was probably way smoother than you expected. Oh, hundred percent. That's a really good observation, by the way. It was really pretty easy. It was pretty easy because I already had an established, you know clientele pretty much you know so that's a great question though but anyway roy's got the link and i'm, I'm he'll, he usually depending on how busy he is usually within a day or two he'll get back to me man so i'll let you know what he okay. says what's yeah. up what's up yeah you gotta follow me Tap in. yeah for sure we'll do but, that but, 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 but to go back to your question about the project the muscles yeah 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 expect, um expect passages but expect that song to be stretched so once again, uh, I mentioned before, a lot of the music that I was kind of making before was a lot more introspective, conscious hip-hop music, which then kind of evolutionized me into this kind of like new trap, kind of bouncy. I, I, I mean, you could call it trap. People want to label whatever it is, but I don't really like to put labels on the music. And then you really, it's just me expressing the things that I'm around and the things I'm seeing and in my environment that I'm dealing with. Uh, but to, to go off of that, you can expect 
the sound of passenger to be that same format to kind of be palated towards, let's say, a melodic track or a more conscious track yeah. or more introspective tracks where I'm talking about certain things that's going on in my life and the things I'm going through, the tribulations I'm trying to overcome and mm-hmm. the person I'm mentally in right now. So it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm bad, bro. I'm so excited about this track. People always ask me in interviews, who is Young Drake? Who is Young Drake? Who is Young Drake? What, what make you stand out? Woo, woo. But the muscle, the, that project is basically going to be me kind of introducing my story to the world. So I love it. I love it. Now, is the passenger getting any spins anywhere? Are you getting radio spins? Man, bro, we've probably been streaming 10,000 streams on that track, like, weekly. Every two, three days right now. Like, it's oh, going yeah. crazy, bro. I love it. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. That's good, man. Congratulations I on that. I appreciate that. Very nice. And like, man, bro, that, that means the world, too. Cause you've been doing this since you were 12 years old and, and 10, 10 plus years and just, and that shit, man, bro. Like, you need to hear some ass person like that. It's been a long, long journey. And for this long journey to be as long as it was and we yeah. just now kind of get that crown, like, that's a blessing. It feels good, right? It's, it's payday for you. It's like a nice little payday. For sure. Feels good. I always be hearing a lot of the new rappers coming through the band. Maybe, man, I just started rapping last year and made a track about me. We made a billion, we billions up. Like, yeah. When I obviously when I hear that and look at it through my lens, I'm like, man, like, half the time I can want to be like, man, that shit's cut. Yeah. Check your phone if you kind of muffle that a little bit there. Make sure the audio is good. All right. So what? So what? I mean, you mentioned the. You know, you mentioned that you're going to drop the uh, the muscle this fall. What do you want to get done after that? Like before 2023 gets here. Shows. Once I drop the project, I want to perform live performance. Yeah, live performance. Music. So I'm going to kind of set up a lot of shows, hopefully going to If this project is good, I think it's going to do, I would love to go on the road. Like, that's, that's, hey man, you got, I can't hear you again. Your phone's all jacked up. You there? Hello? Yeah, okay, I got you. I got you back. Clear? Yeah, now it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, after the project uh, shows, I, want, I, I ain't performed in probably like two, two and a half years. Yeah. And I would love to hit the road. I would love to go on tour. Once I hit, if I, if the project does what I think it should do, uh, that's a highly probability. And then once that happens, then I'll probably be in a mindset to where I'm starting to like realize that, yeah, we, we, we damn near made it at this point. Because once you're there, and you in front of all those fans, then everything else will fall in place. Because, I mean, I've been, I've been wanting this for so long, I'm, I'm prepared. That's good, man. Well, you really, you seem like you got a real good head on your shoulders. Just stay out of, just stay away from bad people, dude. There's so many damn snakes in the yeah, business. So. You got you to gotta, you gotta do your best to stay away from the bad ones, man, because somebody can that's bring true, you down. That's true. That's true, but that's it. I ain't going to say that's, that's easier said than done, only because... When you, especially when you're living in the city, in, in, the, in Chicago, it's a lot of people, like, it's, it's a crap in the barrel situation. So a lot of people, they'll, they'll mask themselves as an ally or your friend, and whole time, like, they'll, they'll tell you one thing or, or they'll love you and then stab you in the back within that same breath. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's hard, but 
going through this process, bro, I don't even really fool with a lot of people for that reason because I understand that. And I don't be trying to bring a whole bunch of people into into the mix and, and, and water down my, my craft because I already know. I'm, I've been through all that when I was younger. So yeah. for me to kind of go through those situations early and <clears throat> realize that people not really for you, they for themselves, and make this 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 portion this portion of anything way easier because I ain't even influenced by nobody. I ain't trying to influence nobody around me. If, if it ain't positivity and if it ain't constructive, then we not doing it. I ain't trying to hear it. And if it ain't about the money, then what are we talking about? Mike Tyson. One time, Mike Tyson said, "When I had a hundred million dollars in the bank, I had a hundred million friends. When I went broke, I had three friends, and those are the three people <laughs> I want with me the rest of my life." For sure. Exactly. And even now, like, so right now, we probably, obviously, yeah, we got, we having success for sure, but the level of success that we having compared to what we could be having is, is literally astronomically different. For sure. But, and this is, this is probably the perfect stage to where, like, people show their true colors, because any small amount of success, you either gonna have people who gonna try to latch on to you to see how big you gonna get and then try to suck, suck all the success out just from being around you. Or you also gonna have people who just kind of watching what you're doing and 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 if you get to where you want to be, just so they can say they've seen the journey. So, bro, I'm I'm aware it's a lot of it's a that's lot good. Of yeah, stuff, yeah, bro. you sound like it. You sound like you're dialed in right, man. I love it. That's good. That's good, man. <laughs> All right, man. I don't got a whole lot more. Before we start letting you tell everybody where they can get your music and follow you, did I miss anything? Is there any songs you want to talk about? Any other projects? I did hear you mentioned you had an independent label. You want to plug that? Yeah, so Zuma Records. That's my independent label based out of Chicago. Uh, they've probably been around since 2010, probably before that. But been rocking with them since. Um, only, only thing we probably missed, I got two songs releasing before yep. the project in the fall so i'll probably release one at the top of the summer and one at the end uh, i'm not gonna release the names or anything on on those bases yet because they they not finalized okay i don't want i don't want to put no type of bad juju around those and yeah, something yeah. happen but um for sure i got two more tracks coming out before we drop the project we're gonna drop the project and then after that it's up it's, it's, it's up from there so i don't know we got it we got a plan we only forecasting towards toward the project right now so we're yeah. kind of focusing on that but past that i don't know i don't know what i see all right man well look everybody who's listening to this podcast i'm going to have you i'm going to put you everywhere this, this interview is going to be on itunes iHeartRadio, spotify uh my blog site and probably youtube so i'm going to i'm going to put it everywhere but everybody out there is going to listen to this video support this young brother young dre his song's blown up. Oh, the half a mil, we're going to shoot for that Millie. That mill's coming. Yeah, uh, and um, everybody out there support this. On the, on the two million to check. There it is. And um, so everybody, listen to what Dre's saying right now. He's going to tell you where they can, where you guys can follow him, where you can get his music. Go ahead, brother. You give me an IG, Instagram. That's Dre Official Music. Dre spelled Dre with an A. D-R-A, Official Music. <laughs> You can get me at Twitter, Dre Official underscore. Once again, that's Dre with an A, Official underscore. Everything else, YouTube, streaming services, whatever you want to find me, Young Dre. Young spelled properly, Dre with an A. Get it. 